We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexo Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, Not Your, Your Average, Average Gun, Gun Girls. Girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, share lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. listening and tuning in to Not Your Average Gun Girls. We are taking a more chill vibe (laughs) approach for this episode. We are just, I kind of like this hanging out on your couch. There's no video this week because we just decided we would just, you know, we just kind of wanted to record some stuff and just talk. Bring people into what our everyday lives are really like. And I'm digging this like just on our our couches your couch i do have to say something funny though when you were saying welcome back to not your average gun girls i got a message from somebody that the other day that said i'm really loving your show what do they call it the not your typical gun girl or not your <laughs> it was something really funny and i was like i like that i like that name we'll have to, you have to find it i'll have, I'll have to find that. it and yes because i was like it is not your average gun girl but i do like that you know she thought it was something totally different. It's kind of funny. I know, but I feel like, I mean, I love the YouTube aspect because I feel like it connects us with our um, watchers in a different way. But this is also just kind of nice because I just feel like it's just chill and hanging out. Just, hanging out. I feel like this is just us hanging out. Well, yeah. How it feels. Well, and there's so many times that we'll be sitting around the dinner table or we'll be sitting on our couch like this, just talking and we're like, we should just be recording this right, right. now and talking our about Our husbands this. are always so, like, why aren't you guys recording this? Like. Well, I think it goes to show that there's, we'll sit around and we'll talk about things and they say that it's very interesting and we just start laughing. uh, We're like, that's, that's interesting. I don't really know. They're like, no, you guys need to talk about this on the show. So, you know, I guess that means there's a lot of things about us that people people don't don't know. know. We tried to give, if you guys didn't catch the episode, we did an episode, like a a Q and A, basically get to know your hosts. And I feel like we did reveal a lot of information about ourselves. So if you didn't get a chance to go listen to that, um, you can go back. What was the, I want to say it's like episode 83. I'm not 100% sure. It's like it's in the 80s because it's one of the ones after we relaunched. And I believe we were relaunched at 82. So it's like 83, 84, 85, but we'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, our um, abs, our producer asks, asked us a bunch of questions that we didn't know ahead of time. So you're going to hear everything from like some beauty. Cringeworthy yeah, things cringe-worthy we did in high school. Things, things from high school, some dating, just it kind of like all around. So. That's why we feel like that kind of stuff, you got to know us, but maybe they just don't get to know us like the hanging out knowing us. Well, for sure. Because I mean, like just this week, you, I was driving somewhere and you text me and you said, oh my God, have you listened to this podcast? No. And <laughs> I, okay. want, I think people would be shocked. So we're going there. Yeah, we're going there. Okay. But we are, we are going there. We have to go there because I think this is a huge part of our life. This was a huge thing that connected us as friends. And oh I gosh. don't know if people, people don't even know. And I don't even remember how we figured this out about each other, but, uh, yeah, Emily know. and I are unashamed, huge twilight fans, like twilight. huge, like to the point where we like, connected so much on that movie connected on so many things but it was really that love of twilight that really brought us even closer together shooting fashion and twilight and twilight yeah like who who would have ever thought (laughs) i want to know it's so funny when i talk about this now because it doesn't seem like this book was that long ago and yet it i mean that was a long time ago when the very first book but i you you were you were Twilight from the beginning, like when yeah. it first came out. Yeah, I was like Twilight books. during. I was Twilight during the books. I read all of the books before the actual movie came out, and I, I remember exactly where I was sitting oh when gosh. I read Twilight. It was I like actually went to a physical bookstore. I went to Barnes and Noble. I got it, and I didn't leave Barnes and Noble. I like posted up on a chair, and I sat there, and I read. I want to say. 
one or two of the books there. I'm a really fast reader, but yeah, I just I, I couldn't put them down and I just like went through all of them. So well, they're where, easy reads. Oh, very easy, very easy reads. But like, where were you when you read the first book? Do you remember? Like in my house, but I was past, I'm, I want to say I started reading. Oh man, this is where I need Ben. Cause he would remember. I think I didn't read till after the first movie came out. That's how, like, I was a late comer. So I knew like all the craziness that was happening. Everyone was talking about Twilight. And this is like, what was this like way before social mm-hmm. media? Yeah. And like, I'm like, what is this Twilight? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I like, and my sister-in-law, so Ben has three older brothers. So the youngest, like his next up, I don't know how, what you call that, but like his, um, his wife was reading the books and I, I didn't, I didn't care, whatever. Everyone I knew was reading these books. And then we went on one of like this his vampire family, love story, book, right, which sounds family so vacations and his brother, his <laughs> wife or his brother's wife. So his next, my brother-in-law, whatever you guys figured out, we're at the pool and he's reading twilight. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, Ben, he's, is he really reading that? And he's like, yeah. And like, I'm kind of listening to him and his wife talk about it. And I'm like, he's reading this? No way. Like, why is he reading it? So whatever. I don't care. I just like ignore it just like as another like, huh, it can't be that bad. And then a friend at work was talking about it. And like, she was just like, not like she also like spoke a hundred miles an hour. And it was just like all the time. She's like, you got to read this. You got to watch. You got to And I'm just like, no, like whatever. And then I believe this is what happened. So Ben and his brothers go on a yearly trip every year. And so on this one particular year, I believe they were going like international and he was going to be gone for a while. And one of the things that like when he would go on these trips, he would always leave me like a, like a card or something like under my pillow, like as a surprise, something like cute, whatever. This time he left. I want to say the first movie Okay. Maybe t- the two had been out, but I want to say he left like, like, a, like a DVD. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, back when, you know, there were DVD players, the DVD. Cause like I was talking to him about it being like, I don't know, maybe I need to watch this thing. I don't know what this is all about. Oh my gosh. So like he's gone and like I watch it and I'm just like hooked. I can't, but, but I'm utterly shocked about that because everybody that loved the books, I mean, to get, Captured by Twilight from the movie shocks me because I didn't find that it was that like the first one was that great of a book. I mean, I yeah, loved it, but obviously, like I loved like, the book so much more that I I don't know if I would have been sucked into the whole you know. Yeah, Twilight but I don't know thing. if it was that. It was like I saw the movie and I was like, oh, okay, I I get it, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna read the books now. I'm gonna, and see, I never ever even now do I. I don't think I do now. I don't read. What, what were they calling? Like, what is that? YR? <laughs> young adult or YA? Young adult? I like, remember like, people, fi- like young adult fiction? Yeah, or, I remember yeah. people like using like YA or whatever. Something I was like, I don't oh, know what that I means. I don't even remember that. I think yeah. that was like young adult, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, even like fiction. I'm, I would always read like either like business books, like things like that. I never really was into like fiction. Like I, those love type. Fi- I love fiction novels. I love but them. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to read the book. Mm-hmm. And then so that kind of like started started down Mm -hmm. down the path of like i want to say when breaking dawn i want to say it was breaking dawn came out and like target was doing like these midnight releases of like the dvd and like things like that i was like going there at midnight like a crazy person (laughs) to buy first off this dvd that had like the a flower the fake flower from bella's wedding like with the dvd like a special edition yes (laughs) oh my gosh I love what it. Is, what, like, I why? love it. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like, I mean, I got caught up in the craze too, to the point where I went with my little sister to, and this is fun fact. So at this, like at this point, my sister was not an actress in LA. Like when we were doing this twilight thing, um, Edward or what was his name? Rob Pattinson before Rob Pattinson was is Rob Pattinson that we all know now. <laughs> and so he was a nobody and he came and they were doing like these twilight tours and he came to the Galleria mall. And I was like, sure, Laura, like I'll take you to the mall. Cause 
I don't know if she could drive at that point or not, but I was like, yes, I'll take you. And I have always had another fun fact about me, this knack for getting backstage places. <laughs> I have been able to talk my way into backstage pretty much everywhere I've gone, except for Hanson. I can't believe I've never been able to talk my way backstage into Hanson. However, I was like, Laura loves this guy. Like, I'm going to get us backstage. Like, we're, we're just going to go. And I, I remember at the mall, I, I used to work in malls. So I, I knew, like, the back routes, you know, right. to get to places. And I was like, I have this feeling that he's going to come out on stage back here. We go back there. It's just, like, two high school guys, like, guarding the door. And we talked our way in. I ended <laughs> up making friends with the radio station host that was there that was hosting this whole event to the point where she gave me the camera and I had to go take photos on stage oh my of Rob Pattinson and <laughs> like got to meet him, got a hug. Um, and then from there, it's just really funny. Cause once my sister moved out to LA, I mean, I've met the whole cast at yes. pretty much at this point. And it was just very surreal, like meeting people that were in the movies that you just, you, I you know, loved. It's, it's I mean, crazy. it was crazy, but that, that we bonded over that. I don't remember at what point in our relationship, Emily, that that information came out, but I want to say it's early on because I think we probably talk about twilight like every single time we're together, which is well, okay. Which brings me back to why we were talking about this because you sent me a a text and you were like, have you heard this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this podcast? And I was driving. So I didn't really get to check out what it was, but I hit subscribe unknowing like what I was actually subscribing to. So um, what is it? What did I just subscribe to? It's called the twilight effect. And so (laughs) Ashley green, AKA Alice and Twilight hosts this podcast with, I believe it's her best friend, this girl, Melanie, and they basically commentate and talk about Twilight. And like, like the they, movies? Yeah. They rewatch the movies. They talk about different scenes. Her friend gets to ask her all these kinds of questions about, you know, what kind of was happening in the scene yeah. and just her take on, you know, filming. And then I believe they're also bringing on some of the, uh, How actors. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are doing this, like rewatch, like doing podcasts, rewatching like their shows, but like, and then they just sit and talk, this, like this, they play this, clips from the movie. Yeah, I have to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, okay. So if I, you are, if you are a twilight fan, like Emily and I are, maybe you need to go and check out this podcast as well and give us your thoughts on right. it. But I think, yeah. But I I would should put this if we are going out there with uh, us being twihards, I should just go all out and let people know. <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up. <laughs> that I'm so much a Twilight fan. I made Ben and my brother go to Forks. <laughs> I love this about you. This makes me love you so much I more have- because of this. <laughs> Photos in front of the Welcome to Fork <laughs> sign. I mean, did did they have the car? Um, did like they have Bella's like a reenactment truck? scene? You know that you could have taken a photo, like you were about to get squished between the two cars, but you know Edward stuck his arm out and stopped the, no, they the van from squishing that. her. That would have been so cool. I went to La Push Beach. Oh like I gosh. did it all. Like really, we were just like, hey, I want to go here if we're going to be here. And like, because you know, my it. brother lives in the Seattle. Bookstore. So did you go to the bookstore? We didn't go to the bookstore, but I believe there was like at that time too of tons of like twilight experiences or like tours you oh i'm sure you could go on i don't know if they still do that now because i don't know if it's big but you know i think aren't they supposed to be doing like morning sun as a movie from from what i heard um so that i I read that somewhere and i heard it was gonna be a massive payday for rob and for uh kristen stewart i mean but really are 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 kristen and rob really gonna come back together after their drama and now they're both like huge, like, huge stars. Huge stars. You know, the other actors are probably like, please do this. Like they really want it. They probably need it. I, I haven't seen a ton of them in a whole lot of other things, but I'm yeah. sure that they're like, please do One, this movie. So we know that Jessica, it, what what is her name in real life? Oh, Anna um, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. She's done well. And then the girl with the glasses, why can't I remember her name? Jessica, no, not Jessica. Angela. Jessica's Angela. Angela. Yeah, she was in the. She moved she to the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, and she then used I really... to be really. Her and my little sister were like best friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's when my sister actually got to go up to Vancouver when they were filming. I don't remember which one, maybe the second one or maybe like the third one. And that's when she met everybody like, and and got really close with several of the like castmates. Like she got to know them really well. But yeah, she went up there and watched them film and. 
at that yeah. point, I was like, oh, so people go so fun. listen to our podcast, but also go watch or listen to yeah, the Twilight go Effect. and go and listen to that. I guess like why we're on this. I so mean, hopefully I'm, we don't lose subscribers from this because hopefully it just you know people, how people feel about twilight well drop us a, a note i, I want to know what your yeah, favorite movie was what your favorite book are, was if you are who your favorite cullen is not your average gun girl twi hard are you team jacob or team edward <laughs> like i we really need to know this uh, team edward <laughs> of course obviously. team edward obviously <laughs> um that is amazing all right so, so speaking of so that was movies speaking of movies and shows i'm kind of curious like i want to know what our listeners like watch television wise because like yeah. i know like we don't watch a lot of like tv like the, i just don't have time for it, but i i will watch i think what i love so much about and i know this started like with like netflix or even pre-pandemic is like the releasing of like an entire season at one time oh yeah when they like, the, like you can so that way i can just watch it all when they don't do it now, I'm annoyed. Like, if I have to wait a week yeah. to watch an I'm like, episode... I'm, I'm over it at that point. I'm like, I just subscribe... You guys know I love true crime. A true crime junkie here. love listening to true crime podcasts. And I just... I found one that really intrigued me. But they release an episode, like, every Monday. And yeah. I realize we do the same thing, too. But, yeah, but this, is a, this is a series. Right? This like, is a... Stories this is, like, of... an actual series. And then once it's over, it's over. So, yeah. like, just release it all. And please let me listen. Yeah. I don't really want to wait a whole week to know... At this point, I've already gone and looked up who killed the girl because I don't really That's how wanna, I, get, I don't want to wait. You, right, because it's like news. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is in the news. I'm just going to read yeah. about it. And I was I like, I'm, I'm, not gonna, to I'm not going to wait any longer on this. But I will say, so um, for those of you who've been following us for a while, our good friend Jack Carr wrote a book called The Terminal List several years ago at this yeah. point we, we actually had him, we had him on a shot show in 2018 yeah i believe 17? it's episode 45 i did yeah it's episode 45 okay where we talked to him you gotta go back and listen to this because i mean that was in we the beginning. knew jack was gonna blow up yes jack has blown up and the terminalist has blown up but we were on the precipice of that we got to have him come on our show before he was you know this huge star the I next know, tom so clancy great. so we felt very thankful and and very blessed to have had him on and, and jack's been a huge supporter of yes. our show we're gonna get him back on the show again but you know he wrote this incredible book series called the terminal list and did he know at that point that they were going to make it into a movie? No. I can't remember if we oh, talked about no. that on the show. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I remember we had talked about it. Like it was mentioned. I don't know if it was mentioned. We mentioned it directly on the show, but I remember having that conversation with him because well, we, yeah. we, we had talked, kind of talked well, about and it. COVID kind of put it on hold because I think they got the green light before COVID. Um, so, you know, Chris Pratt took on the project, yep. directed it. Because I think and- at that time, he, that's where he said, he's like, I'm hoping like Chris Pratt that's right. Because we right. knew, we knew like that's who he was hoping to have on. And yeah, that's we right. We didn't know until. And he kept us updated. He was like, okay, it looks like Chris is going to do it. Chris is going to star in it. Looks like Taylor Kitsch is coming yeah. on board. And then he's like, looks like Amazon Prime just picked this yeah. up. And we kind of knew at that point, if Amazon Prime's picking yeah. this up, like this is going to be huge. And he hit bestseller, like New York Times bestseller mm-hmm. list with all the subsequent books. Right. Like, this is going to be huge. This is going to be awesome. Well, it finally came out July 4th weekend and I binge watched the whole and thing. I did not, but I finally finished it. And I don't know if any of you guys have watched it. I don't know if y'all are into action shows or anything like that, but I mean, I partly we'll watched it because I wanted out- to support our friend, but also I, I love, I love our seals and we've got, we've had so many of our buddies right. that are Navy seals and have come on the show. And I, I just, I love shows about that. Yeah. And so I couldn't wait to watch it. And it was it was so good. It deviated. I mean, it's been a while since I've I've read the book, and I remember it's deviated from. Yeah. Um, so just real quick for anyone who hasn't seen it, or is currently reading the book, or is in the middle of watching it, just there's might be some spoiler alerts. I know how people are so like hardcore true. about like their shows. I don't want to accidentally give anything. I away. wasn't gonna give. I wasn't gonna give anything yeah, away. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about it, so I don't want to ruin I, the show. So just either fast forward or. Yes. Yeah. Pause it until. Well, I, what we've always loved about what Jack did is so, especially for the two way community and the Mm -hmm. gun community, he was such a gear guy. He was always 
dropping specific gear a lot of it was like our friends mm-hmm. gear you know dynamis yeah, Dynia, was, right. was in the book um alexo was in the book he did yeah he, he mentioned alexo and we were supposed to be in the show but i'm guessing they i was cut watching that. really closely i watched really closely and it didn't make sense for the character yeah. that we sent the clothes to right. it didn't make sense for her to wear it and the scenes that they ended up keeping in the show so we didn't make the show but that's okay we made the book um but it was just cool because you'll be watching it or reading it and you're like he'll talk about sig you know the the duty right. weapons from the seals and they'll like mention like the sig what is it the the 226 or right. you know whatever it is and then they use them in the show like if that's like the cool stuff it is it's like it's you'll well you'll, i think too like if you're not in it, i don't want to say like even in in the industry but if you're not like if you don't know firearms or, or don't under have a basic understanding of how to use firearms what you see on tv you think is the way it works and then once you start getting into you know, understanding firearms and know how they works, you start seeing them being used on television. You're like, that is it. Kind of ruins it. Kind of right. ruins it for you. Do you ever find yourself counting? Like, if you know there's, you know, a Glock 43, and you know how many rounds right. like, a typical wait. magazine is supposed to have. And you never see them reload, but they just yes. keep continuing right. to shoot like 10, 15 rounds. You're like, they never reloaded that magazine. I hate that they didn't re- they didn't rack a slide. Because well, like when you start picking up on that yeah. stuff. And it, ruin- it, never- it ruins it for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think what was also what was so great about Terminal List is, you know, Jack is on there and he's giving specific guided um, instruction to the actors, mm-hmm. showing them like how the SEALs actually yeah. operate, how they use these tools and how they maneuver in the different situations that yeah. the characters well, were you in could tell that I I did watch how Chris was clearing a room, oh how gosh. we entered the room, how we turned yeah. to the side, how we, and I'm like, oh, you learn all this stuff if you've ever gone to a shoot house and and I feel like done it was like training. when like we we were like working with Dom and Dynamis and like watching him like kind of demo stuff. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I. I really liked it. There were things I definitely, I got done with the show and I'm like, I did not remember that happening. Stuff in the book, yeah. In the book, I need to go back and read it. And then, so Jack has been doing a lot of interviews lately and he does talk about that. He's like, yes, I mean, we, I mean, they that's do what they do. From I mean, the that's books. what that's what they that's yes. how they adapt yeah. books to TV. But it's they like the number one to. show on Prime right now, which makes me so happy, especially for, for all this. Yeah. Wo- well, and just like the woke Hollywood nature right yes. now wants to cancel anything that anything that has you know this kind of stuff like this it's not that there's any bad messaging i think that's also what i appreciate about the show is like going into shows these days there always has to be something you know kind of political and like woke kind of definitely not in in the terminal list and like as soon as like i i hear a line like that in a show i'm just like come on i i'm just trying to like Mm -hmm. escape i just want to watch the show and like there was none of that i mean it was done so well it was it I, now I, there were some characters though that yeah. I was like, I didn't like the casting. I mean, I think yeah. if you love a book, you're always yes. going to struggle with that. You're always going to be like, that is not how I envisioned that person. I didn't like their chemistry. I didn't like this. You know, I could get over it. I could remove myself and watch it. But right. I just, Whereas, like for instance, going back to like where I saw Twilight first, then read the book, like reading the book, I'm envisioning, you know. Kristen Stewart as Bella. Oh my God. We in, all you know, hated Rob Pattinson as Edward. That's funny. He was like, nobody was happy about it. And he almost didn't do the movie because he got so much hate. And then after the, then afterwards, like he grew into the role. Yeah. But yeah, like that was so not how I envisioned um, <laughs> Edward Cullen uh, looking, you know, but yeah, kind of the same thing with the terminal list, but it's, it's great. I mean, there's, if you're looking for a good binge worthy show, I wouldn't watch it with my kids. It's pretty. Yeah, no. It's pretty it's... intense. They <laughs> <laughs> got some, you know, some intense, like, gruesome scenes. But in I there, like but... that they were. I think that's also what I like about these subscription service, um, whatever networks, where they're only giving like eight ep- eight episodes. Is they're cutting out all like the stuff you don't need to know, like stuff that a uh, normal network would spend like a whole episode on. Yeah. That that's none of that. Like you get to like you're right into it, and that's what I love about the network ty- or these types of types of shows. And this one was done so good. Although I'm curious, Taylor Kitsch, are those? I, I tried to Taylor. Google this. I do too. Like, are those all hit? Like those tattoos? Like, oh, what's up? Those were a bit. Those were intense. I remember. Yeah. The, I remember looking at his like that whole back. Yeah. Artwork like his back was like a canvas. Part of it was like, like blacked out, and I'm just like. Are th- is that really I for doubt, the show? I doubt that those were 
all his tattoos. I, I mean, don't know. Look at what Ben Affleck did. Didn't he do that big, like, weird, like... That he was has, a real one? Yeah, I think Ben Affleck's, like, has, like, a legit, like, ridiculous, like, eagle or something. His back is, like, tatted oh, wow. with I something don't remember ridiculous. That. Yeah, I don't, I'll have to look that up because I don't know. But I did notice that. It's just funny that you and I picked... Actually, as we've you, been talking yes. about the show, we've both had, like, kind of the same criticisms like this the same things bothered us about the you i'm know. gonna say well i'm gonna talk about one thing so okay. this is a spoiler <laughs> so when they're on the plane like after he is i think in the mountains and he survives and he's on the plane and the pilot is tending to his wounds who's, who's flying, flying the, the freaking plane? plane i said the exact same thing to my husband i was like what like i don't know how i know there's autopilot but you don't I mean just how accurate is autopilot away you, I can't imagine you just like flip the autopilot switch and you just go hang out in the back with your yeah. guests. I mean, and I just want to know too, like he got some gnarly injuries in this show. I'm like, how do you keep move? How Is do that, you that, go on? I mean, but do I our like seals really, seal. in, do they really endure this? I mean, I know these I are like, we're talking the, the toughest like, guys. That's why they the put them through like the buds training, I think, is to get them to that mental and physical exhaustion to then at that point when yeah. you're about to break, you keep going. That's insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, he definitely did that in the show. So I wonder just how much of it. I always want to think, you know, Jack was a former SEAL. How much of his experiences and his actual personal training was he writing into right. this story, right. you know? And I mean, just to know the, the, what he's probably put his body through and then to be able to These write are about that, you know, great things that we're going to ask him when we have him back on the show. Yes, I know. I can't wait to have him. We're going to have to use our, um, our friendship connection to be like, Hey, what's up with season two? That's yeah. Cause I, I, what, the way they ended it, like, I yeah. just, I don't know. They haven't mentioned that there's a season two. I, know. I don't know. There's like five books out right yes. now. So if you, you know, start the series, be ready to commit because it's there's a lot of a there's lot a lot of, of books and so we'll see if there's going to be another so yeah i'm curious like, series what besides that like if you guys are listening well i guess you can't watch because we're not putting this on video but like head on over to our instagram page and tell us like what kind of shows you watch we're just kind of curious to, to hear oh yeah i'm always of, looking for good recommendations yeah. and and what podcasts are you listening to what books are you reading yeah. i actually just finished a great book. Well, going back to fiction, I mean, yeah. I I don't get to read very often, and I started a book last night. I finished it like I in can't one believe you read so fast. I I'm like I don't know. I'm just a really I am just a speed reader, but it's one of the girls. Um, so she's in our like cute conservatives group, mm -hmm. Carmen Schober, and the book is called After She Falls, and it is a incredible story um, about a female. She was an MMA fighter gets into a bad relationship, gets married. And then it's like her redemption story and like finding herself again. And it's just an amazing, strong female character that I just love the book. I just couldn't put it down. So I just finished that. So it's called after she falls. So if you, you know, are just tired of reading like self-help books and business books or whatever it is you're <laughs> reading these days. Cause I mean, look, I, I tried before I had kids, I would try to have like a nonfiction something yeah. that was improving my mind and something that was helping me in the business world, always going, I don't have time to do that anymore. So the fact that I finished this book in like a day well, and a half, I'm going to, I'm going to have to like get your tips on speed reading. Yeah. That is not a strength of mine at all. It, it was, it was really good. So yeah. So let us know, are you reading any good books? Do you have any good shows, any good podcasts that you're listening to right now? Cause I'm always on the hunt for it when I have the time to do it. So yeah, the podcasts I find like harder to listen to. It's easier for me. Like I'll play them when I'm at mm -hmm. home doing stuff. Well, I listen when I run. I mean like, that's kind of, now what i uh, what i I'm do sorry. so you listen to them while you run well, amy you want to know what i do i put my phone speaker on and uh, i put exactly. my i put my phone okay. so i can't always hear it i have to press pause when i'm running down like yeah. our street where all the really noisy cars are and lately i've just been like running around my neighborhood so i can listen to it i'm listening yeah, that's to how when i that's when i ran in dc yeah. i would turn my music on and it would i would have um everyone else gets to hear it too because i leave it on speaker and i, I mean, put earbuds I don't in know my why ears people like i feel like some people get like really like upset about that but i'm like literally you are running past somebody for like a second oh i don't care i've right I'm, like who know. cares what i don't what i've been doing it for so long i've i haven't ran with earbuds in so many years at this point i'm like you're just gonna listen to my music or you're gonna it's not like, you know, right. listen it's to not my like podcast. you're right next to them the whole time Time. No. I don't understand why people make like, this is just the way, way it well, is. Well, I found this. It's a Hollywood true crime 
podcast. And this one's called The Execution of Bonnie Lee Bakley. And it is so interesting because it ended up outside of the O.J. Simpson trial being the number one most expensive trial and case in all of Los Angeles. Yeah. And so like Los Angeles PD history. Very interesting story. So I've, I have got, but that's one of the ones I was telling you. I said they didn't release all of them at one oh, time. So, yeah. so <laughs> happy each week. Thank you, you know, Google, go giving it. me the answers. Yeah, you know, okay, but speaking of running, well, yeah. I mean, this is, so you guys know, y'all have listened to us for a while. And if you follow us on social media, runner safety clearly is very near yes. and dear to my heart. It is why I started right. Alexa Athletica. Um, but like, it's a, it's a legit thing. I mean, women are dying when they go on runs just this morning. I, I got an alert, um, from, uh, there's an account that we follow that kind of gives us like crime updates, right, you for know, our area for Dallas. Yeah, for our area. And the first alert said body found at white rock Lake. Well, that's my, I don't get down there as much anymore, but I've ran the white rock marathon yep. a couple of times. And I love training down there because if yeah. you've been to this area, you instantly understand why people are willing to go run down there, even though well, they pull bodies like, out of this lake I all the time. Here and this year, like we, we have not like run down on White Rock Lake, but we go there, we go towards that direction. And we are driving like past White Rock Lake all the time. I'm like, why are all these people dying or getting kidnapped or like they were finding bodies? Like what well, is up with White Rock Lake? Because it is from the parts that I go yes. through. It's really well, nice. Well, it's about if you if you take the outer loop, it's like nine miles around. So you have a part of the lake that's on a really, really nice part of Dallas. And then you have a part that's in a not very nice area where a lot of the crime is happening. But we're seeing now like stuff is happening in broad daylight. Yeah. To men and to mm-hmm. women. And, you know, it's just one of those things that like I would just I still want to run there. Mm-hmm. But you find yourself starting to think, okay, there are things that you can do to to be a little bit safer. I mean, I wouldn't go running there at nighttime, right? right? But at this point, I mean, I would never go down there without my firearm. I would Mm -hmm. never go down there. There's a lot more situational awareness that I would be doing. There was a lady that just got um, robbed at gunpoint. It was like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. And it's a very, that's a very busy time Mm -hmm. at at White Rock Lake. Like these criminals just to be, seem to be getting a little bit braver and don't care. Well, it's because there's no, what are the consequences when there's no cops or who are you going to, who are you going to call? There's nobody to call because no one's going to show up. I'm so torn because I'm like, women should be able to run wherever they want, Mm -hmm. whenever they want without fearing for their safety. But at the same time, like, we need to take precautions, you know, and I don't think that I was talking to my husband about this because we carry women think about their safety very differently. Mm-hmm. I was like, Drew, have you ever felt, you know, like your safety's threatened when you go running? He's like, huh? Right. Like never cro- has never crossed his mind. He actually used to go running at nighttime at White Rock Lake when we were training for our first marathon. And I would always be like, are you crazy? Right. <laughs> Why are you going down there at this time? And he's like, what? Like it just didn't cross his mind. No, they don't have to think about that stuff because they're not, they're not being, it's not being, they're not impacted by it almost daily like women are. They're yeah. not thinking about, you know, and it's for us, I feel like we've been, not groomed for it, but it's something that we're used to or not used to, but you know, like from a younger age where like people are either cat calling us or like there's people trying to get our attention, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. So we have been taught since a young age to, you need to be alert on who is, who is trying to get your attention and what's their intention. Yeah. So at that point you start like, okay, boys are not taught that. No. Like they're well, not and also, who's cat calling them? <laughs> if a guy like cat called my my husband, he'd probably turn around, and like make some funny noise, you know? Like, yeah, but right. Also, they're not. They can take care of themselves. Yeah. If it were to escalate beyond a cat call, right? They're going to take care of themselves. Right. And they're going to be just fine, you know. But we've talked about this a lot. It's like women. It's hard to project confidence when you're outnumbered mm-hmm. or you don't have the ability to take care of yourself. If you're to stand up to a man and he gets angry and he comes after you beyond the cat calls and you don't have a self-defense tool on your body, like 
what are you going to do? Right. You know, we so the, the biologically default, made differently. Right. And the default for a lot of women is then just to sink back and make themselves mm-hmm. seem smaller to just make the, that go right. away versus projecting the confidence. Mm-hmm. And the, I, I remember like when I did start carrying a firearm with me, when I ran it, the confidence that I had to stare back at that mm-hmm. person or to tell them to like go away, you know, or back off or whatever. It's like, I didn't, I didn't have to turn my eyes. I could keep my eyes locked on them. I could tell them to back off, you know? Right. And it's like, it gave me an extra measure of confidence because I knew like, look, I'm going to tell you no, and I actually mean it right. because I'll do something about it. If you, if you are going to threaten me, you know? And it's like that, that is just, we need to see more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I remember like when like the Molly Tibbetts, yep. there was Molly Tibbetts, there was Karina Vetrano. There's been several high profile cases in the last several years of like women joggers. And that's not to say like, this is the only times that it's happening. What I noticed with today's story, nobody was reporting on any of this stuff. There was simultaneously at the same time, a woman who went missing a couple of nights before. And I think some people were thinking that this body that was reported, like that this site had reported they found was the same lady. And then the lady ended up being found safe and sound, which we'll get into that later. Cause where was she for two days and didn't call her family or show up to work? She was right. Cause obviously somebody called the police to report her missing. Right. She just like, didn't call her family for two days or show up at where I don't know. But you know, nobody was reporting on it. And I think that was what I was a little bit shocked about. I was like, you, I was having to dick because people kept sending me the story. Like, where's this nurse? Did you find out who the body was of of the person? And I'm like, no, but let me Google it. No information. Nobody was reporting on any of this stuff. And so it's like, this stuff doesn't make the news. It doesn't make headlining news. So we know that it's happening. No, I feel like some of these things that I'm here, that I've heard that happen is like three months later, they're like, oh, the woman who went missing in X, and this is not just Texas, but just like in, in the country, like who went missing in whatever, like Memphis, Tennessee, four months ago, like she left her house and never came home, finally was found. I'm like, I didn't even hear like no. anyone was missing. This no. poor woman, like mm-hmm. where where's the media buzz over? It, and I'm curious how some of these, how some of these cases actually end up going viral, so to speak, you know, in terms of like how we're hearing about some of them. I think it's just like that perfect storm of who, who in that name, who in that yeah. city starts sharing it and how it kind of gets picked up. Yeah. I don't remember how the Molly Tibbetts story got, um, no, but I remember that one that kind of was like all over the news. It was everywhere. Like everyone, I mean, it was everywhere. And so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, it baffles me that we still have people that will, you know, go out on runs and do all of the things that we say, Hey, don't do, you know, like make yourself less of a victim Mm -hmm. if you possibly can, because there are people out there that are just evil and they're going to do bad things to good people. You know, that nobody walks out of their door thinking this is going to happen to me today. No, of course not. And I just think more, more and more people, more and more women just need to be getting into that mindset of thinking, proactively about mm-hmm. the personal safety. And I think like, like you said, like women do think about it, but I don't know if women, are they actually doing something about it? And I don't know. Cause I think a lot of them think about it after the fact, right? instead of like being proactive. I remember, Cause I think I mean, it goes into the, yeah, I need to think about my personal safety. I probably need to know how to do this X, Y, Z, but I also, you know, live in a safe neighborhood and it's not going to happen to me. Well, I mean, you did a blog on runner safety. What were, what are the top things that you like to tell women to do? Cause you had some really good tips on there. First and foremost, I say this a lot. We say this a lot. So I will continually say that I say I sound like a broken record, but I will never, ever, ever stop preaching this is to get off your phone, ditch the headphones. Situational awareness mm-hmm. is number, number, number one. And like Amy was saying before, like you were saying, if you really want to listen to a podcast, just ditch the headphones, turn your volume up on your phone, stick it in one of those like arm sleeves that they have or whatever, your Alexa pockets, wherever you can hear it, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to miss like a second or two, but it's not the end of the world. Right. You know, turn it up louder. You don't need to have your headphones mm-hmm. on. Like that is... 
you know, by putting your headphones on, you are losing one of uh, one of your critical senses, yep. and that's and that's hearing instantly. Well, and it also distracts you to where you're not. Like you might be running and focusing on the road ahead of you, but you're not looking around. When I don't have those earbuds in, I am, I know who's mm -hmm. around me. Because you can start, you can hear, you can hear mm -hmm. things. And then my other one is that I started doing a long time ago. I think maybe when apps and like the smartphones started becoming more popular and apps are coming out, but a lot of the apps like Map My Run and some of these other um, workout fitness apps that allow you to kind of route out your course you can share your course, you can share your location with loved ones. So I always map my run ahead of time. Like mm -hmm. if I know I want to run now, let me <laughs> say this real loosely. <laughs> if I decide I want to run three miles <laughs> back when I was trying to, you know, be a runner, I will map my run. So I know like where three miles are mm -hmm. and I will either scout it out. Like for instance, when we moved, when we moved to Dallas and I knew, okay, well, I want to kind of try to get out and either walk or run a little bit. Yeah. I was like, well, what's like immediately right outside my house. Mm -hmm. I look like where the three mile radius is. And then I just kind of drove it with my car to kind of check out mm -hmm. the neighborhood and see, okay, mm, yep. this seems fine. If I run at this time, it seems quiet. Yep. Um, but I think using those apps to kind of scout out, yeah. I mean, I know some people are like, Oh, I'll just, I just want to like step out of my door and go run. Sure. But like, it takes literally five minutes for you to just go check out the area totally. you're going to go run in beforehand yep. and see what it's like, just to make sure yep. you're not like running in some sketchy area. Like it always was funny to me in DC there was like an area that you could get from when you would, we would always leave DC a certain way, like going up to Maryland. And there was, the Capitol is right, was right there. And there was hotels right there. And all the hotels that we would see on, you know, Expedia, wherever you're looking for hotels would be like, oh, one mile from the Capitol, great views, blah, blah, blah. But it was in the worst neighborhood. And I would see, we'd see people, I'm like, Oh, I feel so bad. Somebody needs to put on these reviews. I'm like, sure, while it's one mile or it's, you know, right there within steps of the Capitol, like you are not in a good neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I would not walk from your hotel to this area. So I think that's why being able to have yeah. a visual on yeah. where you're going to be going. Yeah. It's just, it, I think it gives you peace of mind. And For I, sure. some of these apps allow you to share your route, allows you to share like your, your, um, like your location, like at that time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important for people to do because I think sometimes people will go for a run. I mean, especially I'm sure for like you and Drew, when you guys are doing and training and doing your long runs, like sure you have a route, but sometimes you're like, you know what, let's just bang this left today. Uh huh. And so, you know, being yeah. able to have somebody know where you go versus. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like I'll either say, Hey, I mean, at this point he knows like how long I should be gone yeah. for. Unless I told him, hey, I'm going to go hit 11 miles, so I'm going to be gone for two hours. You know, if I'm not back and for, if, if I was gone for a five hours at a right. time with no communication, that's a big red flag. You know, mm -hmm. like somebody knows what my normal routes are, how long it usually takes me, and mm -hmm. if I'm not back within that time. So just even letting somebody know, hey, this is how far I plan on going. Right. This is where I'm going to go. And even though they may know my route, like I still change my route up. Mm -hmm. a lot because I don't, I mean, not that I think people are watching me, no, but, but I just think it's very safe to, to change your route, maybe change some of the times that you go. So you're not as predictable if there was somebody that, you know, it's not even necessarily someone has to be really watching you, but there are just in your normal everyday life. Mm -hmm. Like you notice like, Oh, my neighbor always leaves around eight o'clock every morning yep. or, or whatever. And it's just, if your neighbor's picking up on that, somebody with Ill, Ill intention who's hanging out or looking yep can easily pick up, pick up on that, especially if they see you one time and like, Oh, her, I want to, I, mm -hmm. I, that's the girl I want. Yep. And they'll just start. Well, following I mean, and I think a lot of people don't, I've seen people, women like run with things in their hands, like, you know, mace or mm -hmm. like a little taser or something for me. I never wanted anything in my hands. And it was always, I mean, if for someone to start thinking about like running with a gun, First off, they're like, that has to be the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like, how do you do that with athletic clothes? Because you usually right. are going to have like a tighter top or, you know, or something. And that was a big motivating factor, obviously, for me when when I started Alexa, because that was it was so hard to find before I was carrying an Alexa. I had Kydex holsters. I had, you know, I, I wasn't a big I didn't find a belly band that I liked or anything right. like that. But like, yeah, running with Kydex was kind of a deterrent 
for me because mm-hmm. it wasn't comfortable, you no. know. And well, an athletic wear is, in general, the fabric and weight of athletic wear is not strong enough exactly. to hold the weight mm-hmm. of your firearm, whether yep. you have a Kydex holster or not. It's just not. That no, they, they ride it was going to sag or it was going to flop right. or it was just not going to like sold it. So, I mean, yeah, that was a big, obviously, like a big thing that we had to spend a lot of time figuring out the technical aspect of like, A, how do you keep the firearm in place, but also how do you keep your waistband in place from right. flopping over? And then how do you have enough pockets and spaces? I mean, if you think about all the things that we need to take with us on our run. Right. I always bring my phone. My keys, mm-hmm. my house, credit card, and then my ID, ID mm-hmm. and then a self-defense tool. Where am I going to put all this stuff? Yep. I mean, I always have my credit card or money with me too because I'm like, if I find myself really hot and thirsty, I'm going to stop at CVS and mm-hmm. like, grab a drink. Or or I just don't want to ever get caught without the ability to you right. know, pay for something. And then like, so where, where are you going to put all that stuff? And then if you don't run with all that stuff, like are you really, really prepared for things that could happen on your run. Right. You know, so just making sure that I had the places to, to put all this, but most importantly, just making sure that I had a safe way that I could actually carry my mm-hmm. firearm that mm-hmm. wasn't going to fall out, you know? And people ask me all the time, like, how do you carry your gun, your Alexos? Like, is there retention? And I'm like, I run, I run marathons with my gun before. Right. It doesn't budge. It doesn't move. No, it doesn't move, move at all. <laughs> like it, it stays in place, you know? And I don't care like really how you're carrying when you run at some point, like, could you maybe get some chafing or could you maybe get like some yeah. sweat? Yeah. You're going to sweat. Even if you were a belly brand, you're going to sweat profusely with that. I mean, I that. sweat when I carry my gun and I'm just in shorts going to the grocery right. store. So. Right. Like, and you've always said this, you're like, it's just a part of the lifestyle. Right. Like there is not going to be one way that's like, oh, this is so comfortable. There, and is, oh, I'm never going to have to adjust my gun or I'm never going to have to wipe sweat off of my stomach because the gun, hit. like it just doesn't happen. You're, you're yeah. just, it, you there is always give up some, some of that aspect, comfort yeah right of carrying that like you when you are carrying you never not realize you never forget you're carrying right and that's that's not a bad thing no i mean it's it's good to be but reminded like there are i am always making an adjustment i'm yeah. sorry like we're women we have skin and we have fat and we have all this stuff that yep. like depending on what i'm wearing when i go sit in the car i'm like my freaking grip of my gun is like pinching in between the bottom of my yes. freaking bra and the skin. I'm yep. like that. It's not I comfortable. <laughs> there is nothing I can do about that. It's so, of course I have to just push Move that a little bit of skin. Like, yeah. like yeah. I, I think people, you know, think that it's, you know, because, you know, we make it look easy. And, and that's the point is like, we want people to understand that you can make it part of your lifestyle. And we, we were trying to provide tips and we try to, you know, show ways how you can incorporate this into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And yes, it, it looks, it looks simple. And once you put in the time and have the patience and start actually practicing and yep. living that lifestyle, then it will become simple, but it never just starts out. Right. Like I'm putting this gun on, I'm going to live my life and everything is great. And you know, oh, this no. is so when I first started carrying on body, I'm like, well, first off, I thought every single person around me was instantly going to know oh, I had a gun course. on my body. I was like, everyone could, you could see it. Everyone could see it. It's you are so like, it's, it's you're just, like, it's on, like, be alert, like mm-hmm. on like red alert of just your own self consciousness of like, you have the biggest spotlight on you pointing to your gun when you're out and uh-huh. you're just like, like, but once you get over that, yep. like, yeah, cause that's what I say. So I want to talk about that real quick, but the, going back to like the running, so, you know, ditch the headphones, ra- ma- route your map, your route and share your mm-hmm. location. Um, carry some kind of self-defense tool, whatever you're comfortable. If you're not comfortable carrying a gun, that's fine. But you need to have something you need to get, you know, you need to get mace, taser, flashlight, something that you can access and know how to use. That's the most important thing. Just because you threw it in your, you have it in your hand or you put it in your pocket. If you don't know how to Mm -hmm. deploy and use it, it's no use to you. Yep. And just, you know, be aware of your surroundings and trust your gut. So if you're running and you see you pass somebody that just gives you a, a weird feeling, you know, don't be afraid to turn around, look at them, mm-hmm. and then either go a different direction, leave the situation. And like as you had said before, like one of the things that you started doing when you carried again and you were making eye contact, making eye contact with people that you pass, whether you're yep. carrying a gun or not, 
in general, everyday life is one way to let the person know that you see them. Mm -hmm. So that way it puts you into that position of being less of a target because if someone's coming after you, they want somebody who is an easy target. So yep. if you've made eye contact them, it shows it, they get the perception that you are confident. They get the perception that you've just noticed who they are and they're like, Nope, thank you. You know, sure. It's not going to be a hundred percent every single time, but those are the tiny little things that you can be doing to help put it, to help put you in a better situation. Yep. So, you know, I have a Instagram reel that talks about running safety have a lot of those tips on stomitactical.com and then kind of talking about like when we were going back to like thinking everyone would know mm -hmm. that you were caring. Like I have a couple articles on stomitactical that kind of talk about just ways that you can easily adapt to this lifestyle. And, you know, I talk a lot about it um, on my Instagram and, and on the blog as well is that like being a woman is one of our best, best assets to caring because no one. Right. would ever suspect yep. that we would be carrying a gun, gun, a gun, <laughs> a gun, let alone like know how to properly use it to defend ourselves. And I yep. think we need or to think that we're going to use right. it on them. Exactly. You know, I think they probably would shock them mm -hmm. if you even said, stand back, I have a gun and I'm not afraid to use it. Right. That alone would, would shock people, you know? And I just think, um, I mean, I, I love that. And I do hope that you guys actually go and read this. We just released, um, a, a article as well. We did like 25 tips because summer running is, is a big mm -hmm. thing. Like people love Once to get outside, weather, get yep, their they sunshine. They, I mean, let's be honest just to get it. I mean, the Texas heat is a little hot to go yeah, running. I, in, even though I, I do love not it. know how you I run in this heat. Well, I love it, but I'm like just getting the sunshine and getting the yeah. fresh air and getting outside. So we know a lot of you are out there doing it. Take the time to go and read the, and it these doesn't posts. have to be right. Like if you're walking, yes, walking, just running by like... yourself, exercising outside, you know, and we know that over 50% of women choose those two forms mm -hmm. as their preferred method of exercising. So that is a lot of women that I are mean, out there. I mean, my mom would like power walk um, yeah. at like seven o'clock at night when it got cool. And she always carried like this stick with her mm -hmm. as like her self-defense tool. Yeah. And I think it's just. Whatever you want, whatever makes you feel comfortable. You know, just, I mean, a lot of people do that too for dogs. Like to. Yeah fend dogs off. I used to see a guy run around our neighborhood. He did. He always carried like a big old stick with them. I was like, why is that guy carrying a stick? Cause the dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, that that's, it's good. So it's not always like, it's just the people that you have to worry about. Right. You know, it could be animals, animals. and other things. Well, I know that, that like, I've talked to a few, you know, um, followers that have talked about just what they, where they, where they live, mm -hmm. they deal with coyotes and whatever Mountain else lions, is. Mount, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, that is wild to me. Yeah. Like that you have to even like worry about rattlesnakes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Where do I not run into one of those? Where I I'm used out? to live out in the country. I will show you one day. I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to go make a video reel showing people like where the idea of Alexa came from and oh just my God. how like, yes, that would be creepy. Awesome. Like this back, I mean, it's beautiful. And it was on this beautiful back road and it was my favorite place, but it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Now maybe there's like construction all over the place. No, I think it's, it's probably booming. Yeah. Everyone, because everyone's know. moving to yeah, Texas. Everyone's, everyone's <laughs> moving out there, but you know, it's, it, it was just like land and open land for miles and barbed wire fences. I mean, it's just, you never think anything's going to happen to you out there because you never see cars out there. Right. And, you know, and yet it did. And so maybe I should yeah, like go show a, a video reel sometime out there. But I do hope that you all go like I know on the article that that we just put on Alexa, there were 25 tips. That's a lot of tips. That to read. Tips. That's a lot of tips. But there were some on there. I was like, oh, I didn't even, I haven't even thought about some of that. Um, and a lot of them that I do, I do, I, I put a lot of them into practice, but there were some things, um, that, you know, I think you're going to learn some stuff if you go and, and read this article. So definitely. And even like, you know, with that article, the articles on SMT, I know like, you know, everyone may know what we're saying and, and have heard it before, but what I can tell you is like, it never hurts to read it again, to kind of freshen your memory and get it in, and kind of mm -hmm. just get that into your, into your head. Cause you may be reading being like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. But what's going to happen is going to get ingrained into your subconscious because you've seen it and you've heard it so much that yep. you never know when that, that little piece of knowledge is yep. going to get popped out in your brain when you're going to need to use it. Yep. It's just one of those things that you just can't ever get enough of. And 
I think before we wrap up, or did we want to talk about that girl, that Roxanne girl who went missing real quick? Yeah, let's just let, let's just have a little oh. chat like these, because we did say this episode was kind of like what we talk about. So, um, well, so yeah, she went. So this girl, Roxanne Reza, Reza. I, I don't, don't remember her doubt. last name is, but this story popped up today, right after the alert that there was a body found at White Rock Lake, and this. Like everyone was looking for this woman who had gone missing like two days two ago. Two days ago, uh huh. But then all of a sudden, like, oh no, she's been found, and no, it's not the the body and that we thought was. And they said that was... she, the last time she had been seen, was running at White Rock Lake. So right. naturally, everybody assumed that that was her body that was found. And then they just announced, nope, she's safe and sound. Yeah. No more explanation than that. We got no. Where did she go? Did she just like run off with her friends to Cabo for two what? days and not tell anyone? Because my question is. Someone had to have reported that she was missing for the cops to start putting all these like bolos out. Yeah, her family, I think her family did. I mean, again, right now, like the reporting has been so all over the place that how do you actually know? But if she's an ICU nurse, like did she just not not have work? work? Or maybe she didn't work those two days. So she was like, I'm going to take this time off and go do Did she then finally just see her picture plastered everywhere and decide, I probably should call my family and let them know that I'm alive? That's you. You're like, oh, yeah, I just went to my friends for a couple of days, and all of a sudden there's all these, like... I mean... Like, does she not have a phone? Weren't people blowing her phone up being like, hey, where are you? They said the last ping that it got was there at White Rock Lake. So that's why it was weird. I'm like, so did it... A lot of questions. I don't don't want to be presumptuous, but I feel like she's doing something shady. Well, I mean, (laughs) who knows? I just feel like I... And maybe I'm the weirdo, but, like, I... My family, if I didn't talk to them for a day, if someone didn't hear from me for a day, they would be called. I mean, like, yeah, something has happened to me. Right. Because there's just no like I just didn't talk to my family or my friends for like a day. I mean, everybody knows I keep in contact with people and, you know, but like, I guess some people can just go missing for two days and nobody know where they are. Yeah, yeah, that's weird to me. I just think it's weird that like... Well, also she went out running. This was something that hit me too. She went out running at nighttime around White Rock Lake. So I know I'm sounding contradictory because this is where my the conflict comes in for me where it's like, yes, sometimes it's 106 degrees outside in Texas. Yeah. You need to go running at nine o'clock at night because it is I used cool. to say, used to think the same thing like in DC because I would see people like leaving to go running like late at night. But then I keep thinking... Well, if she is an ICU nurse, uh-huh. maybe that's the only time. That's the only time. Or maybe you have kids or maybe you're training for a marathon right. and you have to run at these weird hours. And so I'm like, yes, you should be able to go running at nine o'clock at mm-hmm. night. But also there's an element that says, okay, well, maybe we should use some discretion as mm-hmm. to where we go running at right. nine o'clock at night. I mean, no, I don't want to go run on a treadmill, but maybe that's better than going down at White Rock Lake or at the very least if I just really want to go run at White Rock Lake at nine o'clock at night, not going down there without some tool right. on, on my body. I mean, and to me, mace ain't cutting it. Mace and a taser aren't cutting it for me. I mean, I, I know people like those those options and it just, that would not set my mind yeah. at ease well, at because that I think, time of night. No, but I area. think you're also at that point where you are you have been using your gun. You're comfortable with your gun. You're, yeah. you're in your gun pad. Well, you're from, you grew up here. So like, I feel like you were like basically born with a gun, but <laughs> they don't hand them out at the hospital here. I'm like, oh. I, thought, I really thought that that's, that's what that's they did your here. birthing gift when in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but like for some people, yeah, that's going to be like their only option, sure. but they have to, they have to use something, but also makes, but I feel like too, it's just as simple as just making smart decisions. Cause right. I mean, like if, if Mace were my only option in a taser, like if I lived in a state that I, or like a city or a County that I couldn't carry in and Mace was my only option, I, I probably would just make the choice not to go run at that time. I would yeah. try to move things around that put me in a better position to be as safe as possible. Again, could something happen in broad daylight in a safe area? Absolutely it could. But I just felt like I would be lessening my chances at that point of, Mm. you know, putting myself in a potentially dangerous situation, you you know, and, and, and again, it just stinks because Mm -hmm. I hate having to tell women that. And because I, I think we should go wherever, whenever 
we're empowered. Like we, we should be able to do that. But there is with your freedom comes responsibility and like think like you have the freedom to look at all of the possibilities and make the best possible right. decision, you know, and again, maybe nine o'clock is the best possible decision. Cause that's all you've got. So just try to be as prepared as possible, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get any more details on that story. Yeah, I don't I'm even, we like haven't even it. found any details about this other body yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that. And yeah. And cause there's been like mixed reports. It's that wasn't a body that was found. It was an old story, but then somebody like sent that, well, took a regardless, photo. Regardless, what we do know about White Rock Lake is that they have pulled multiple bodies out of the lake. Yeah, this year I'm alone, not going to go to that lake. They've had. I will continue just driving by it. They have continual like armed carjackings. Like we hear about this stuff all the time. And then there's just this draw. It's just this magnetic draw. Like I want to go run around that I lake because it people, is why people so are. beautiful. I mean you just, you love it. They, that, so I ran the 50th anniversary white rock marathon, uh, in December and yeah, they yes. do a, um, hold on. I ran that marathon too <laughs> for one mile. It was amazing support. And I cannot believe that you guys showed up and did that, but you get it. It was at mile 10. Cause we left you right before we peeled off and I believe like once you, once we left you, you had like another like mile before you were about to hit like the start of like the white rock lake. That's true. And then it's a nine mile yeah. loop, nine to 10 mile loop around yeah. the the thing. And at that point, like I just, I turned off all music. I turned off my phone. I was like, I just want to soak in all of this because it's so pretty. And you realize like, it's this, you know, you see why people want to go down there and, and, I don't know, take a chance, risk it. I, I don't know. I feel like though <laughs> you were with like, I don't know how many people on the marathon. Wasn't I wasn't worried you about it during the marathon. Good, Not good, worried. Uh, no, there's cops like stationed all over right. the place down there. And that is, you know, I wasn't worried about it during the marathon. But when you're training, you know, you like to kind of get a lay of the land and see where you're going to run. And so, you know, if ladies, if you are going to go down there, if you're from Dallas and you're going to go run in these areas or you've got places that this kind of stuff happens wherever you live, I mean, just take some of these precautions mm-hmm. and and be as careful. I mean, be I want the stories now. I can't wait to hear the story of, you know, women fends off would be murderer because she pulls her fire out, you know, or whatever, like pulls her. And I think those are happening. Tool. We just know that the media is not going to share that, which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate because and maybe less people would do it if they know that they're going to get right. confronted with somebody fighting back. Right. You know, or stopping the threat. So well, um, and so before we wrap up, then we want to know, like, if you have a story that um, you want to share of when you were out running or or walking that, you know, you got into just, I don't know, a sketchy situation or had a situation happen, send it in. We'd love to hear it and just kind of read through and hear kind of what, you know, you've experienced yourself and how you dealt with that. And we can, you know, read it and share it with uh, our audience the other reader or other listeners so they can maybe take something from that too. And yeah, you're not alone. 80% of runners and walkers have mentioned that they felt that their safety has been threatened Mm -hmm. at some point. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that ranges from uncomfortable cat calls all the way to, To, you know, they lost their life. And so it's, it's, you're, you're not alone. If this has happened to you, if something has made you uncomfortable, I mean, you're in good company because the chances are most people in this audience have had something happen to them. So, but we just want you guys to be proactive and not reactive. I say it all the time, proactive, not reactive. Mm -hmm. So I hope you guys enjoy this. This was fun. This was fun. You got to, we got to give you some safety tips. You learned a little bit more about us that hopefully you like and not dislike. (laughs) <laughs> if you hopefully really it doesn't bother Twilight. you that i cry on breaking dawn too when bella shows edward her thoughts for the first time oh my god that's the greatest. every time for a thousand years oh it gets it's me so every good. time oh, we should just really talk about though that like <laughs> see this is the problem we can just keep talking about twilight these the twilight soundtrack like you cannot tell me that that is not a great soundtrack it's a great soundtrack great soundtrack yeah. it's it's one of the best. I actually like, I mean, I legitimately downloaded yes, all I of them all and of them. I listened to all of They're the so songs. They're so good. And it's you know what's so crazy? I, last note and then we'll say bye. Yeah. The first, uh, the first like 
soundtrack to the first movie. Like everything was so indie. Mm-hmm. Like it was all independently shot and, yeah. and like Rob Pattinson wrote a couple of songs. Doesn't he and sing? He does. He sings. He plays. He's very. He. I mean, he's very. Musical. I think it's in the. Is he, the song was playing while they're in the restaurant. Is he singing? That he song? is singing that one. He sings. Um, the. Uh, I mean, if I told you this scene, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Like when he's like having to suck out the venom out of her arm. Do you think we're giving a spoiler alert here? Because <laughs> I feel like either people have seen it or people are not even interested. So wow, I think okay, we're spoiler fine. alert. Okay. <laughs> well, if you have not seen Twilight, sorry about that. But yeah, yeah. So I actually kind of liked the more raw indie yeah side of the soundtrack, but but the rest of them were really good too. So well. Also, yeah, let us know, too, if you liked this uh, episode. And next time we'll talk about The Greatest Showman because we could literally spend an entire episode talking about our love for The Greatest Showman yeah, as well. That's another good one. <laughs> things we talk about when we're – we will call this things you talk about when we're just uh, chatting on our when weekends we're just hanging, hanging out, out yes. which is what we love. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Subscribe. Leave us a review. Head to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. It's really a um, simple and free way to help support our show and let the you know algorithms and all those things let us know that we're a show that you like. And you can also... If you want to support our show financially, you can buy us a cup of coffee or a glass of Vuv. We love that. We've been getting some great um, glasses of Vuv being bought for us um, from so many of you. And we super, 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 can I say super one more time? You can. Super appreciate that. Um, It really, you know, helps keep the show running because we do it all ourselves and pay for our equipment and all that stuff. So you know what? Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girl's Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared.